0: Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can hear you!
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aye, aye, Captain! <laughs> oh!
0: That's fucking dumb, Matt. Intro. Art Cinema,
1: Art Cinema. Art Cinema, Art Cinema. Art Cinema. Art Cinema.
0: Art Cinema for Far. Art Cinema. Okay, I'm Simon. I'm Nadim. And welcome to Art Cinema for Art Cinema, the
1: bad film the podcast. Bad film
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, if the films aren't bad, then the podcast is. <laughs> that's your little, yeah. That's your little. That's, your little that's bit my thing. Because yeah, yeah. sometimes the films aren't bad. In fact, uh, this week, so it's Dunce Upon a Time. And our film is The Butterfly Effect. Of course, Dunce Upon a Time is
0: a uh, bad time travel films.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, The Butterfly Effect has 7.7 7 out of 10. Everyone I talk to goes, that's a good film. I know, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't like it. Me so neither. that's why I'm. I don't know why i one o 101 it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so The Butterfly Effect is a 2004 film starring Ashton Kutcher.
1: <laughs> Dunce. Dunce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> starring the dunce Ashton And it's about a guy called Evan Treborn Who, in, apparently in the original version of the script He was called Chris Treborn Which is Christ Re- Christ Reborn Oh, they should have kept it like I'm that. not joking, that's the cringe. Christ shit. Reborn, yeah Anyway, so <laughs> Evan Treborn is a dude who He's had a bit of a rough upbringing he, he he has kind of Sadistic, psychopathic tendencies It seems in his childhood He is then abused as a child uh, and then the fallout from his the abuse of the, the father who abuses him is a friend of his like his girlfriend or something and <laughs> it's just a mess it's a big convoluted mess of people yeah. who are damaged by the actions of other people anyway so to cope with the fact that he blacks out during these crucial events of his life so he blacks out during his abuse he blacks out during the murder of his dog he keeps journals and when he reaches university he reads his journal and realizes he can travel back in time to the moment the journal refers to
1: he can quantum
0: leap into his own self at that moment past and he can change his present and future by going back into his past and altering things
1: the butterfly effect change one thing change everything
0: yeah so the butterfly effect the the fir- the very first uh, frame of the film is uh, is a little text card that says, it has been said that something as small as the flutter of a butterfly's wing can ultimately cause a typhoon halfway around the world. And then it's like attributed to a person called Chaos Theory. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but...
1: Um, well, they just drink down the road from me. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Mr. Chaos is <laughs> back! And he's got a theory for us. Mr. About butterflies Thiam. fluttering. I think it's bullshit. Aye, so, it's like, so if someone farts, does that mean that the other yeah. person can have an orgasm across the uh, I, th- I think side it's of the like if you,
0: if you were to fart, you would cause the wind to blow a certain way which would cause a woman's hair to blow a certain way which would cause the guy opposite from her walking down the street to see her hair flutter and then he goes wow that was really attractive goes home and as you say has oh, a wank <laughs> that goes in the bank that's the butterfly that, <laughs> baby so the film basically is about this guy Evan going back into his traumatic past trying to change the events of his traumatic past for there to be a decent future but he slowly realizes that the more he tries to alter the past, the worse things get for him. So it gets to the point where the best case scenario for him is a good life for his three childhood friends, but it ultimately results in his mum dying of cancer, right? Or in, in another one, he uh, manages to save everyone, but then his, uh, like, he manages to save the life of the brother of his girlfriend, the fr- his best friend, but then ends up, the girlfriend ends up a heroin addict who's also mm-hmm. a prostitute.
1: So, crack whore The crack whore <laughs> the Crack whore, I believe is the formal term
0: Yeah Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Yeah, this film, basically, it takes a laundry list of, like, horrible s***. So, you've got... Lays it on with the trouble. You've got got a bit where he's attacked by his dad who's in prison. You've got child
1: abuse. You've got his dad getting killed by psychiatric hospital workers. You've You've got, got, like, what is it? A fire, a bomb put into a letterbox that a woman carrying a baby opens. And and kills the... explodes the baby. (laughs) Uh, You've got incest. You've got murder. You've got prison rape.
0: You've got racial slurs. You've basically got, like, everything that is wrong and then just... Into a film. And in
1: my opinion, I think it's done in a way that, you know, invites dark-hearted laughter. (laughs) I don't think it's, I I don't understand how you could sit there with a straight face to that film and go, that was so good. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the prison rape bit that you're talking about when he gets sent to prison. The guy comes up to him with a knife and goes, shit on my dick or blood on my knife and i was like that's like a fucking that's
0: it's so that's horribly funny. handled that it's funny yeah i think <laughs> i think what it is is that most people would get uh most people not us not us uh, they would get hung up on the dark the dark nature of of what's being shown on screen and that that is the feeling they get the feeling is oh god murder oh god incest, you know whereas like to seasoned gentlemen like us <laughs> you know you see past the, the the basic concept of that and go this is fucking horrendously written. This is so bad. Like, oh my goodness. There's a, there's a moment in which he has sex with his uh, girlfriend. And then she, <laughs> she goes, Oh my God, that was so good. Where'd you learn those tricks? And he goes, That wasn't weird, was it? And then she goes, Yeah, if you call multiple orgasms weird. <laughs> and that's just, yeah. a, that's just a tiny little little sprinkle of awful dialogue that is in this film. This, this film has a lot of god-awful
1: dialogue. Right, so first ten minutes... You've got scary drawing... I've got it listed here in bullet points. Good luck. In the first 10 minutes, you've got scary drawing, ginger pedo, psycho dad. And then, it's t- <laughs> you, then you look at the thing, it's like, oh, wait a minute, t- in 10 minutes... Yeah, you've been I've- whacked over the head by the, the three forbidden things in like kids' films, you know? <laughs> yeah. So the, the scary drawing, but that's really funny. It's basically the, the mum's pulled in minutes into the film, like two minutes or something. The mum's pulled into the classroom and said, you know, I, you know, the teacher's like, I asked the children to draw, you know, what they want to be when they grow up, and Evan drew this, and she had this <laughs> so really she, stylish yeah, illustration I mean, <laughs> of, like...
0: I was going to say, it's a really, really well-drawn illustration. I'm like, all right, sure. The, right. <laughs> with, so, like, a <laughs>
1: scary movie version of this film, like a piss-take party, the parent would go, fucking cool. she should hook this guy up with, like, a publicist. An art school. <laughs>
0: So she holds up a drawing that Evans done as a seven year old boy, and it's like a picture of him murdering a bunch of people. But it's so well done; it's this gorgeous oh. art style and nice pencil and nice colouring. You know, and it's, it's oh yeah, the colouring is really, And then she's like, really "Oh really my good goodness. goodness, that's so concerning." And it's like, "No, look at your kid's a talented artist." What the hell?
1: <laughs> Money in the bank. <laughs> Get that yeah kid enrolled. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, yeah. I,
0: and I think what you're saying about the 7.7 on IMDb. So this is a film that's by the general population is considered to be quite good I think <laughs> and I have to, I just have to wonder how many like sweaty nerds have like uh, have kept journals because of this film like yeah I'm gonna keep a journal <laughs> just in case you know but <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case you can quantum case, leap. yeah you can quantum leap if you read it yeah the butterfly effect
1: well I've kind of felt like that that that's why it's it's I'm, I'm surprised that anyone would not see what was funny about it because yeah. like in, in 1980s that. Uh, they did like a Scrooge uh, Scrooged with Bill Murray mm-hmm. and one of the comedy bits in that film is when he s- s- shows this like team of uh, TV executive people you know I want to run a promo like this and it's like you know for Scrooge and it's like highway killer <laughs> like you know point blank shotgun to the face and acid rain and it's like a woman running up to the screen are like ah, and I was like that's what the butterfly effect is like yeah you're right right. absolutely Frank Cross from uh, Scrooged played by Bill Murray if he could direct a movie it would be the butterfly (laughs) effect and he'd sit there with a big perverted grin on his face like did you like that there's more with that wait for the sequel kids yeah, it's two
0: yeah. hours of just depraved bullshit it's like convoluted as hell I don't know like and I think I think that there's a lot of thrill in the in the concept so the concept of him being able to jump back in time and change his life and that alters his path and it means it's very bewildering and very quite engaging that's cool right a, a dark time travel movie is probably a, a good idea I haven't seen a decent dark time travel movie and well, yeah we're still to, to
1: get one we're still, to, we're still waiting for one yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Time travel is always a weird thing to have in film. Because it's actually...
1: It's the, time travel is the discussive essay because... And you know, like in, um, in English writing, they say that they don't do the discussive essay because the best you can get is a grade three because discussive essays by nature are... They're limited Yeah You, yeah. you, you don't get to a, a,
0: Do you mean discursive essay Discursive I, I don't know discussive, <laughs> I've discussive I've never heard of a Discussive essay Simon Discursive essay It's just your accent man
1: You're limited at you know yeah. the, the upper Yeah yeah the Your best, upper limit See yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at time travel There's always going to be Plot holes Exactly You're always going to Have people sitting there Going uh, That doesn't make sense Yeah and, You know You can try your hardest All you want It's going to be Wait a minute That wouldn't happen Because that wouldn't Have happened that way <laughs> you know, anyway, so you've got to kind of allow for that if you're going to do do time travel films.
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually, I actually think that this film, at times, and it might just be because we watched the Psycho remake and the Real Window remake last week, but this. <laughs> this film feels like a, a modern re- a gritty modern remake of a really good old film you know what I mean like and even the name The Butterfly Effect it feels like an old it feels like an old thing it feels like it, does fe- old it
1: feels film. like you could go back uh, you'd find some 40s film starring Rod Steiger or yeah, something yeah yeah called The Butterfly Effect Yeah. oh yeah. wow okay so that, I didn't realise yeah and an the posters thing. of a
0: guy like falling through
1: time like ah
0: yeah yeah you know yeah so I don't know, it felt... I was like, is this a, based on a book? or I, I don't think so. This was apparently, the script for this was like... It was left unproduced into a film for the longest time. Just waiting to be made. And then Ashton Kutcher stepped in as uh, executive producer and uh, got the film made. I don't know if he did that much of a service to uh, to film... As a whole,
1: it's punking. He's punking the whole world with his punk.
0: Yeah. Punk. Oh
1: man. You're, you're all. You've all been punked Indeed. by by the butterfly. Oh effect. yeah.
0: I was like, what are you talking about? Then I remembered. Yeah. Punked. He did
1: punk. Yeah. <laughs> he's all about punking people. I'm sure my bit... age, man. <laughs> yeah. So I've only seen the director's cut of this film, as that's what's on DVD.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. So there's
1: so apparently there's a different version. The
0: theatrically released cut.
1: So we're just, we're just gonna spoil this film because I
0: mean. <laughs> that's the point of our podcast. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you like if you want to watch it go watch it but we're just going to spoil it. In the theatrically released version of the film, Ashton Kutcher's character Evan, he decides to sabotage his life to the point where he doesn't his life still intersect with his friend, friend sister, no, his girlfriend, his girlfriend sister and his best friend. So they live separate lives and and it turns out that their lives all go sort of swimmingly. And then at the very end of the film, he bumps into his girlfriend, but they don't recognize each other, and that's like the oh, you know, that's like the they, they were meant to be bit, bittersweet. Oh, that's a shame. They don't recognize each other, but they, their eyes pass in the street. Oh, and that's it. Oh, so
1: it's not a, they're not going to get together. It's no, just, no, no, no. Yeah. It's
0: very much like a
1: oh, never mind.
0: Um, the director Scott <laughs> has Ashton Kutcher's character go back in time to the to while his mum was in labor with him, <laughs> and as a baby wrapping the umbilical cord around his neck and choking himself to death. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you see a CGI baby choking himself out. Yeah. What? This was the director's cut. Usually when a film's got a director's cut, you're like, oh, this is what the director intended. Mm. And the studio were dumb and they dumbed it down and they just <laughs> ruined, it,
1: and they've ruined his vision. But in this, you have a CGI baby choking Ranging himself up. out. Oh, my goodness. Brilliant. It's so bad. <laughs> Apparently, the, the, there's an additional scene earlier as well where a fortune teller... Tells him he's got that right. a lifeline, and that's yeah. to tie in with all of this. That ties
0: into the ending that he yeah. shouldn't have been born. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Um, so they they do they add in a little bit of foreshadowing, but I mean, I, so I actually saw this film when I was quite young. I think I maybe saw it sub ten when I was like sub ten years old, probably about nine or ten. That would have freaked you out, and yeah. it freaked the hell out of me. The, as as we were saying, the first ten minutes has just got all this depraved shit in it, and I remember <laughs> I saw it at least up until the point where he gets his arms blown off. <laughs> right, so that's at least an hour into the film. So all this horrible shit, you know, like paedophilia, you name it. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> I saw it as a kid. What the hell? Yeah. So the the key incidents that are that are traumatic. So obviously, Eric, right, Eric Stoltz plays the the father of his friends, that's right, yeah, exactly. and uh, he films them. Uh, he's basically a child molester. He films them doing things that children shouldn't be doing in front of a camera or or anything like that. Uh, That's one thing that that leads to, obviously, a myriad of unhappiness. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's there's fallout. fallout. Also, the, the boy seems to be just like, Psychopathic, anyway. Yeah. So the paedophile
0: like, son seems to exhibit sadist psychopathic tendencies. Yeah.
1: And that's kill, the killing of a dog uh, happens there as well. Also, planting uh, an explosive into that letterbox. There's different versions of that that play out. When when Ashton Kutcher has no arms, it's because he decides to run and and, and save the day. Save the day. But, the but bomb explodes and takes off his arms. Takes off his arms. Yeah. So so these these, these are the these are the things that the the bomb in the letterbox the. The dog killing. And the paedophile dad. These are the things that all have their fallouts and uh, and also the mental illness of, of Ashen Kutcher's father as well. As I suppose as that's well, right, yeah, yeah. 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 So these uh, four, yeah.
0: four pivotal points of the plot that he gets to go back and change the outcomes of. And every time he changes <laughs> yeah. them...
1: He's he so lucky up. to relive those things differently.
0: Yeah. Multiple times, <laughs> Let's yeah. go
1: back to, to this point and I that actually,
0: point. I actually vividly remember... As a kid watching this film, and I don't. Why the hell was I able to watch this? <laughs> I vividly remember. So during the during the molester scene, obviously you don't see anything. It's, it's all very suggest. It's suggested, obviously. But I remember it's them. Um, you see the the psychopath kid sitting on the doorstep of the of the basement, twisting the girl's doll's head around. You know, as mm-hmm. if saying, you know, he's coercing her into doing things as well. He's he has been forced by his dad to blackmail his his sister into, you know, being mm-hmm. molested. I remember as a kid seeing the twisted doll's head image and thinking it was really powerful. And I knew and I knew there was something beneath the surface, but I didn't quite know what it was. And now as an adult, obviously, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's what it was. And I'm actually angry I ever got to see this film. I'm like, what the f***? If you <laughs>
1: just let me grow up a little bit before <laughs> Jesus you... Jesus you know, Christ! Yeah.
0: <laughs> F***ing hell. And I, I actually think I tapped out as a kid during the the bit where he loses his arms, which, as you mentioned, I think... You, you may have mentioned it in the podcast or just in a candid conversation... That's a funny moment now. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I haven't mentioned it. That basically, this film makes me laugh out loud ten minutes in when you realise that it's all been laid on with the turtle. Also, it had me in stitches when uh, he blows up in the in the past. Uh, he goes up to the to the letterbox and it explodes and then it comes uh, to his future. He's now lying in his uh, you know student dorm room and he's not got any arms and you're just like, oh God. We interrupt this podcast to Thank you. Meme Drone. Blood on my
0: knife.
1: Blood on my knife. Shit on my day Shit on my deck. Blood on my night Shit on my deck. Shit on my deck. Blood on my night How did he write journals if he had no arms? Yeah, he would never... No, well, that was it. Yeah. He, that, no, that's actually in the story. It's like, I he's didn't right. write the journals. So when, he's, when he has no arms, he's actually trapped at that point. And oh. that's why he ends up having to look at a video footage of him oh, being so you're, born. Yeah, you're right, actually. That's right. So, so yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> he actually got me there. Damn it!
1: Yeah, I know. Like, the it, film's that, smarter than I thought. They, they do cover the arms pretty well. I mean, even like when... when
0: For the most part. I think it is very convoluted. And, and the fact that he, like... Is able to quite freely step into different lives as, as though nothing had happened. It's very strange. Mm. I don't
1: know. And I, I at the end of it when I, I said, "Well, wait a minute. What is what does him not being born have to do with their child? Be uh, sorry, the father being a child molester, and then I, I zipped it back. And it's just kind of tacked in there that you know the Amy Smart character she plays the the, the, the girlfriend. girlfriend yeah. You just you, it just tucks in. She just decides to not life. live with her dad. Yeah. You know, no, no, tucks in the line of dialogue. You know, the only reason that I stayed with my dad is that you know if I moved if I moved away to where my mum lived, I would never have seen you again. So, oh. so he did actually he did actually inspire the decision to stay with yeah. uh, for for them to stay with their dad. Yeah. Well, I so, don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I didn't. <laughs> but I mean, again, it just feels like that's thrown in there, and yeah. kind of a eh, eh, just so you know, we've got this uh, this aspect. Yeah, as like a well. last
0: minute, like they were finishing up the script, they're like, "We we'll forgot to, about
1: this detail." And we'll need to throw in the bit where we point out that they go and live with their mum in that alternate future because there's nothing to keep them in town with their dad since exactly. Ashton Kutcher's wonderful oh. Evan. does that exist. that's
0: actually quite a cute resolution, to be fair? Like, mm. oh, because you weren't around. You know but You have to wonder If Ashton Kutcher's character Didn't exist Then surely she would have Just met another person Who was nice And kind of fancy Or filled
1: that role You know I don't know yeah. <laughs> So I want to go into Eric Stoltz Because uh, I don't want to Go into Eric Stoltz <laughs> I want to penetrate Eric <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want to
1: Oh into man Eric I want Eric Stoltz That's for the ages That
0: is I want That's Eric
1: Stoltz In me right now Anyway no um, <laughs> Eric Stoltz As pedo Actually, his name, right, so the mother refers to him as George okay. when she's she's dropping him off, uh, dropping off her son, Evan, mm-hmm. with George, thank you, George, George, you know. And then I looked at the uh, end credits, and he's credited on the end credits as Mr. Miller. Oh, George Miller? His name is, he's named after the fucking <laughs> director of Mad Max and, and Happy, Happy Feet. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> So is this like a comment? Like, did, are we meant to suggest that the directors oh of this God. film have like negative thoughts of George Miller? I don't Jeez know, oh man. But anyway, it made me laugh to think this because uh, you know, like in in Gremlins, they've got this kind of a uh, a background kind of giggle thing going on where The, the film titles in the <laughs> when uh, when Zach Galifian at the start of Gremlins is running through a street. The the Film titles on the cinema board are A Boy's Life and Watch the Skies and it's one of those things that Joe Dante threw in there as like an inside joke because those were the titles of uh, those were the two decoy titles put on various versions of the print of E.T. when it was getting sent out to the cinema so that okay. nobody knew what film it was right. watch the skies and this boy's life and you know geeks like to do things like that and when they make films Joe Dante being a geek and me being a geek that watches films <laughs> I was like hey. wouldn't it be a brilliant fucking thing to have in a film in the background somewhere like a poster or on the cinema George Miller's Robin Hood because of like the film that he's actually getting the kids to play at is Robin, Robin Hood. Hood it's like yes. now Robin Hood's going to kiss Maid Marian you oh. know it's like yeah it's like ugh. so if you saw that George Miller's Robin Hood
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my goodness yeah, you'd probably, you probably get sued or something that's brutal good god I, actually that's a really good catch I, that's that's a weird detail <laughs> Oh, man, this movie so, is so mean-spirited as well. It, it kind of, it hates its characters, I think. It, it just, it puts its characters through, you name it. Like, the char- these characters go through something. Like, think of something awful that happens, like, in the world today. The character, one of the characters guaranteed goes through it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's tiring. It's very tiring yeah. to watch.
1: I mean, but when Eric Stoltz is like, but when the Evan shows up in the back garden and, uh, the girls are like, Evan, Evan, we're going to make a film. And it just cuts to Eric Stolt like, getting the tripod extended. Just like, yep, that's right, Evan, and you get to be the star. And it's just that's so like, oh, yeah, God. it's like this This has got to have either been written as a bad taste joke, in my opinion, or, you know, the, the world's gone to hell in a handbasket. No, I, I think this was, this was like a sincere effort. <laughs> really
0: sincere this effort. This is a sincere effort as a, a hard-edged thriller in which gritty, horrible things happen and, and it, they just failed spectacularly.
1: And uh, Erica's daddy's like swilling whiskey while he's telling the kids to do these things and it, it really like take, seems to take joy in going up close to his bright blue eyes as if that's like a symbol of innocence and it's doing the sort of turning that on its head thing of like look
0: <laughs> I think you read too much into that look, like- <laughs> no no
1: blue eyed uh, blue eyed villains it's uh it's a thing like henry fonda and once upon a time in the west all right they, they really like uh, no no i just mean
0: in terms of this film like, <laughs> like, i don't think the filmmakers were like yeah he's got blue eyes
1: ah uh, no they were so yeah. i mean they've got to i mean like there's no point you would go in close on that it's even a dark scene and they make sure that his eyes are right up blue yeah, and it's like look no, at this okay. blue-eyed bad guy because oh, they, right, they really just wanted to twist i clearly that right, i clearly but, didn't like, notice that yeah for Eric Stoltz, this must have been a thing where surely playing a paedophile is on the list of things that you would only do if you were absolutely sure that the film was going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you you can give a shot at a bank robber as a throwaway thing, you know, if oh. it turns out to be not be so good, that's fine. But if I'm going to play this scene where I'm standing behind a video camera with undressed children... Yeah, you it.
0: better you be, it better be a good film. It better, better. Be a, it better not be a time travel movie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, no, that's I don't actually know why anyone let their kid act in this as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I what know. I was thinking. And and actually the the kid who plays Ashton Kutcher's younger self is Logan Lerman, who is a kid from what's that film? Uh, the Perks of Being a Waffler. He's the main character in The Perks of Being a Waffler hmm. and Percy Jackson. And he's been in something else recently. That's kind of big. Anyway, Logan Lerman. He'll be old now, won't he? Yeah, yeah he's
1: like 20 odd now. 20 right? odd now, 20, yeah. yeah. Meme Drone. That's why we do a podcast man. Podcast, boys. A podcast boys. That's why we're podcast boys. That's why we're podcast boys.
0: Good meme. Good good job. On
1: my death. My death. Blood on my life. Cold. Ecstasy, me, ecstasy, voyage, voyage, specters of emotion. Remember, remember the deepest secret nobody knows. Welcome to reality. You're so far behind me, la, 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 na na na. Ooh, you know you're going to feel it. So, but the butterfly effect is a film where I kind of expected there to just be the, the sort of the, the round, the rounded up sort of point to the film is let the past be the past. Don't go back there and try and change anything. Oh. In other words, uh what is it? The the past is gone, the future isn't here yet. All there is is, is now. Is now, the present, you know.
0: The present is a gift. That's why we call it. But it
1: present. does kind of turn out that uh you know, the the sort of theory of this film is sometimes people realize that if they if they never existed, two less people in the world would be, you know, sexually molested.
0: But then the thing <laughs> is is that he could never know, like like he kills himself, so he's never able to to then know that his life not existing would be good, you know what I mean? Very strange. I don't know. I don't know why they thought that was any better an ending than him surviving and just not being involved with their lives at all. You know what I mean?
1: I guess... Yeah. If it was just him... Being without arms, he might have just said, "Well, you know what? I'll take the unhappiness if everyone else is happy." But his mom died was dying of cancer in that way. Right. Moment. Yeah. She yeah, started right. chain smoking after it's, my accident. Right. So when he gets his arms blown off,
0: he sees his mom who's who's dying of cancer, and like <laughs> he looks at his mom and then like instantly comes out with, "You started chain smoking after I had the injury." And it's like, "How did you get that?" Like, <laughs> he just he suddenly decided, "Right, oh, it must have been because she's smoking." It's like, wait a no, minute, what that's.
1: Well, uh, you get that from? I, I guess Ashton. I guess if she never smoked in any other version, then he's he's putting he's playing the. It's the only his his deduction skills deduction. Are just, his
0: deduction skills are just bizarre here though. It's like it's like he just takes one look at her and goes, "It's because you were smoking." And it's like, "How, how did you know? You just came from a different timeline." Or are we to assume that his brain changes as he moves to a different timeline? Because he gets new memories, doesn't he?
1: He kind of has that moment after he. Changes into a new timeline, and he gets a little he, he memory. He gets a bit of the memory, but he st- he's still he's still aware of the other versions, the alternate versions, and yeah. things. And he, so he's able to compare every other version, and he's, he's able to say that the process of elimination. Yeah. The, the only version uh, where she's a chain smoker is dying of cancer. Is where I've got no arms. So presumably it's, it's so to it's do with, bad for both
0: of us. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I so
1: he it. would have he would have cocked the the, the guy in the wheelchair with. The, the stumpy arms yeah. he copped that but it's because of his mother as well he has to save her by, by never being you know by never being born
0: yeah time travel films are bizarre I, I, I have to say I really like time travel films Back to the Future is one of my favourite films ever and I really like the second one as well I quite like the third one too but um they're, they're, I think when when you get a film that plays itself as seriously as this one it, the time travel needs to be it needs to be perfect and it's not perfect in this one so it's like it just it comes off a bit weird have you seen Looper? Yeah, I I hated that film. <laughs> it's like uh, it's the same thing. Like it plays itself off really seriously, but then the time travel. I've, rolls I've out forgotten out
1: exactly why. It's quite enjoyable at uh, parts, but I think I just thought, nah, you know, <laughs> again, just like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, 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 no, no, And okay. there's not like a magic kid in that as well. Yeah, there point. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very strange. He story, looks a lot
0: like, like my brother, actually. In that case, <laughs> the it's rainmaker. Great.
1: It's great.
0: <laughs> oh man I actually don't know if I mind that film I mean, I uh, think about it I think I like parts of it the time travel rules don't work very well I don't
1: know Could time travel be. never works well it's it's the discursive essay of uh, filmmaking yeah
0: did you see Avengers Endgame?
1: no I don't watch the Avengers
0: I, me neither but I, I seem to you've watched them you've books. watched them so
1: you have watched them
0: yeah I know but I, I'm like a, in denial you know <laughs> uh, I quite like that film
1: as well. I like I like just singing the actor's name to the you know Scarlett Johansson. Nice. Na, na, she is rich.
0: I like the song at the end of that film. It's kind of nice. It's like a it pure old time you know? Oh yeah, it's it's so good.
1: good. It's kind of like diamonds are a girl's best friend, isn't it? <laughs> got a diamonds it takes me back to the past before you were born it t- takes you to an era before you were even born <laughs> like you're on the titanic smoking away and uh, you can see that iceberg and you're thinking fuck I'm going to be one of the disposable heroes that uh, that sinks first <laughs> there's actually in that <laughs> Just, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. But in time,
0: the bit where the ship sinked and a guy falls from the very, very top hey. of the ship all the way to the bottom and hits the propeller. And it's like, goom! It's all the ways to go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> nice! <laughs> It's a fucking show podcast. We watch fucking show films. It's a fucking show podcast. We watch fucking show things. It's a fucking show podcast. It's a fucking shit podcast. We want fucking shit to go. It's a fucking shit podcast.